check, check, check. So, uh, yeah, so like I was saying, I was doing these gigs uh, in Michigan, and, and it was just these weird, like, side rooms, uh, you know? <laughs> Who turns out for those things? Yeah, just the locals. Just the, the local locals. Yokels. I did, like, a local yokels, and I was pounding Verner's uh, ginger ale, and uh, I did three gigs. It was, like, Muskegon, Daly, it wasn't Daly City, it was, like, and then Rockford, they were all these small towns. Muskegon? Muskegon. How the hell you even spell that? I don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been there before. I grew up, my mom is from Lansing. My mom's right. from Michigan. I think Michigan's the last of the frontier, man. Like, right. I think uh, there's cheap real estate out there and free weed, like, but the winters is brutal. Like, but if everybody, uh, so, yeah, I remember right before I was going on in this weird place, Clutch's regulator came on. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, it was just a cool sign. It was kind of a rough gig. But then I was like, oh, all this, right. Yeah, yeah, this town's all the right. soundtrack brought you back? Yeah. Uh, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Uh, I'm your host, Rob Cantrell. I have a very special guest. If you've never tuned into this podcast before, I drink coffee, I smoke weed, I talk my heart out. Uh, but I also bring on guests, and I'm really uh, excited to bring on my this guest who came over, a Brooklyn original. This guy uh, is from, born and bred from Brooklyn. And he, uh, and I was talking about this band. He does a lot of artwork. He's a graphic designer, a talented graphic designer. He Thank did you. a bunch of uh, flyers for me as well as an album called Keep Off. He did keep the, he looked, keep yeah, on yeah, the grass, yeah. keep off the grass, no, keep on the grass. Keep on the grass. Yeah, that I am going to re-release, I'm chopping it up and doing a mixtape, so there's going to, but he also did my dope logo, he was kind enough to do that, he was, yeah. he's way above doing logos. I mean, we've been hanging for like 10 years now, right? About Ten a years. decade? About a decade. That's when that Baltimore trip was. Yeah, about that a decade. That was awesome. That, that was the, the, my first trip with a comedy. Yeah, with comedy. Well, Nick is uh, in the rock and roll world, and that's why I have him oh. on. This is Nick Lachiotis. I, I, I'll get him on mic here. Nick Lachiotis is from Garrison Beach. Garrison. Brooklyn. Yep. Garrison Beach. Yes. Garrison Beach. And uh, we, I've known Nick through this band Lion Eyes, who yes. opens for... Clutch. They used to open for Clutch. I think that's when we met. It's a Clutch show, right? It's a Clutch. I remember the, green... the very first show. No shit. I remember was it? it was... Uh, and you were shit-faced. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but it was the first time you and I ever met was at the House of Blues in Atlantic City. Yes. Do All you right. remember they, this No, gig? they used to do a run every year, uh, every summer. Is, yes. that, is that venue still there? I don't know, but they don't do that run anymore. I don't think the House of Blues is there anymore because that was a cool venue, but Atlantic City, Atlantic City is a tricky ticket. Oh, yeah, without a question. I stayed overnight that night in, what the hell was the name of that place? You fell asleep in the car in the parking lot, as I remember. <laughs> I think so. But, but, but there was a hotel, because we went, I remember hanging, I went down there with Danny Danko from High Times Magazine. Yes. Yeah, I remember shooting the shit with him. Yeah, so I was hanging with Danny. But and, he had, you know, he smokes that shit that knocked me. That's probably why I fell asleep in the back of somebody's car. Danny was, has, yeah. I was like on Saturn. Saturn. Danny's got that weed. Danny, there's a few, I would say my top Stonehenge of dudes like that are pro. I mean, B-Real's up there. 
but I'm just t- talking comp- people I've rolled with is Danny Danko and this guy Ngayo Nga- Bielum from San Francisco, right. who's a major weed head. Uh, he's on and Doug Benson. Like those three guys, he ain't gonna outsmoke. Didn't, didn't Donnie become like the editor of High Times? Yeah, he, he's up there. He's right. like a senior editor. I see him all the time. Like we're still friends and we text each other. And he's yeah. been on this podcast. I actually did oh, the shit. Michigan comp. Yeah. He's a good dude. He's good, a good dude. dude. Yeah, we we got along. He like he was uh, very into graffiti. Yeah, we shot the shit about graffiti for like I don't know about an hour, till he gave me that whatever the fuck it was, and I was out. I woke up in the Irish pub. That was the name of the hotel. They have a downstairs bar. Yeah. <clears throat> you ever been in this place? It's in the round. The bartenders wear like. Uh, sure, what do you call us? I remember it was like a really trippy night, but I think I remember going through, this is all starting to come back to me. Yeah, the ball reeked like cocaine. Yeah. And then I started asking people about, you know, where they're from and everything else, and I got a weird vibe. But upstairs... Dark shit happens in Atlantic oh, yeah. City, dude. No, that was a dark-ass bar. And then upstairs, the hotel rooms, it was like walking through somebody's grandmother's house. Yeah. No air conditioning. None. The seats, I mean, the, the sheets had like sand in them, and uh, they had all these old pictures and paintings. I swear to God, it was like Scooby Doo where the eyes were moving. And in <laughs> uh, the band that was open, it was Lion Eyes, and then it was another band that Danny was psyched about. But I turned on Danny to Lion Eyes, and he was a fan of Clutch. Everybody's. If you don't know Clutch, Clutch is kind of a niche. Thing, but also, if you do know them, you know, I mean, they're probably the best rock and roll band in America. They're definitely one of the hardest working. They're always on tour. Always. I, yeah. <clears throat> always. I've never been a huge metalhead, like, but at the same time, something about their music and, and how they just uh, step up to performance. They're not cheesy. They don't no. really go all out. They have kind of a hardcore vibe, but at the same time, they just... They bring kind of this funky metal. I don't even, yeah. My favorite thing about them is they're professional musicians. They're, you know, 100%. They, like, yes. they love the art and the craft of creating music. They only, do, they only record albums, they, they've told me, so they can go on tour with new songs, so they can jam out with more new things. Like they're they, one of those guys. Yeah, they, they're, they're <laughs> one of those bands that do it strictly for playing, and you can see it. The drummer's sick. The vocalist is sick. The ba- every piece of them is like as, they're all as as yeah. top notch uh, as each other, and it's like four guys that have known each other since high school, and they're my age, and they've had like they've been big. Yeah, they've gotten progressively bigger. When I first met them, they were playing small club. They still had like an eco line van and shit. Yeah, and um, they were nothing but gracious, awesome dudes. Again, like they're very not down to earth. We shot the shit, and they saw some of my work. Initially, I was gonna do. I was with an animation company. You were telling me about this, um, and you were in L.A. for a minute, yeah. doing. You were pursuing animation with that company that I've no, heard about. We started our own company. Yeah, um, Six Point Harness. I was a co-founder. And, and what did they do? They were connected to something, either Bojacks or no, 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 no. We we all met working on a film called uh, Booty Call. <laughs> it was nuts. Was it an animation movie? Yeah, yeah, in Flash. I swear we should have. This is when Flash was blowing up. It just, for the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. I knew some comedians that wrote for like these weird Flash animation sites that got these jobs all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. during like the first dot com boom. Yeah, like 99, 2000. Yeah. Same shit. But we learned doing it. You can do this for broadcast. You don't necessarily have to do it just for the internet, right? 
the thing was they were doing it for the internet for the low bandwidth because Flash was all vector-based, not to get too deep with this shit. But I wish we recorded the making of this film because it was way more entertaining and crazy than the film itself. Look, dude, it was nuts. They hired these dudes from Oregon to come down. I, I don't want to talk too much shit if they're listening to this, but it was fucking bananas. So they got just like the most out there graphic designers kind of on. So you were like the young cat. How did they find you? Were you sending resumes out of your art? You went to proper art school. No, like got, you sound I got, like... I got kicked out. <laughs> I, did, I did, I did, I did. That's all right, man. <laughs> uh, most dudes that went to art school uh, get kicked out. Art school's a whole other vibe that I don't even understand. There is, there is a uh, pretentiousness to art school cats a little bit and they're big time i wound up there is a cool kid club factor to it and i love them i love graphic design i love heavy metal magazine i talk about bubble letters i I love sick font i thought i was gonna be a fine artist so when i got there and got all these pretentious fucking artists and they where their parents always blow smoke up their ass like the best my son's an artist he's the greatest thing in the world i hung out with continuing ed people that were like over the age of 40 and we just kicked it and smoked cigarettes all day (laughs) i learned i went to an all boys high school right so i couldn't cut I couldn't do anything like where and, and you grew up and we're in Brooklyn right now and I'm a I'm a new cat Brooklyn and this dude is the real deal and it's a very odd place of Brooklyn but it's beautiful and you have pride as long as I've known you that was probably the first the things I learned about you oh. was Garrison Beach <laughs> right Garrison Beach and we both have a love for golden era hip hop especially the Beasties we both have that. And uh, and you were the artist for one of my favorite stoner rock. Like, I don't want to I don't want to call them stoner rock because they do go go. Uh, that was my thing. Yeah, I didn't even know them in D.C. It was in somebody, my buddy Jake, who lives in New Orleans. Like you know, your cool friend always turns you on to the good shit. So he was like, Rob, you got to I know you're from D.C. because I always had these go go tapes. Like yeah, I had yeah, go. Yeah. I turned everybody on to go go. Grew up. Yeah, they grew up around there. They grew up in Maryland. I grew up on Capitol Hill. Right. Uh, but Carrots and Beach, I used to... I, that's funny that you remember that. That's one of the reasons why I moved home. I lived in L.A., I was lonely, but all my friends started getting married and having kids. I said, and I was flying back and forth for all these weddings and christenings. I said, what am I doing? L.A., their biggest export, I guess, would be entertainment, right? Right. And their stories all revolve around families and friends and relationships between people. I said, why the fuck am I not living this? I got to get back to where my family is, where my friends are. So I moved back to Garrison Beach. And it is by. And you grew up there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Born and raised. Born and crazed. This is where Chris Rock, he has a famous skit when he was young about poor white people. Garrison Beach. (laughs) I heard about this. Now, let's listen for the listeners, because I talk about the East Coast vibe versus the West Coast vibe, and I have a little bit of both. uh, But. Your vibe in Garrison Beach is right below Coney Island. So you're messing... No, it's, it's east. East of Coney Island. So, you know, if there's north... You always pick me up. You go, go out to Coney Island. And you would pick <laughs> me up and we would get some bomb-ass slice place that I've never even heard of. You, you took me to the place that had the square slices with the no cheese on oh, it. It was strictly sauce. LMB's, but that place sucks now. I don't like it. LMB's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's Pomoni Gardens. It's supposed to be the top notch, but... Actually, the, the owner got clipped. He got killed 
in some like some mob shit. Yeah, I guess if you want to. When you it. when you talk New York, because we were talking about the Irishman. Like I grew up in D.C. and Virginia. We didn't have mob shit. We had rednecks. Okay. <laughs> we had straight up. We had straight. <laughs> What's the difference? That's what I'm saying. That's the same thing. It's the same okay. thing. Uh, but the mob was a little bit more organized than the rednecks. A little organized. And their family's uh, last yeah. name ended in vowels. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, not as racist. Not belonging to the KKK. But there are some racist people in the mob. Oh, probably. There's, there's a lot of racist people in Gatsby. <laughs> That's what I heard too. It's just like a. But also some wild characters. Uh, you know, one of the best comedians or one of the most famous comedians. Uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay is from there. Um, not Garrettson Beach. No, oh, he's, he's not? Like, no, 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 no. He, I always thought he was. No, no, no. Sheepshead Bay Area. I would say Sheep's... Like, you know where Pips was? Yeah. On Emmons Avenue? He obviously was a regular there. Now, Pips was the very first comedy club in Brooklyn. The only comedy... There's a new one, and I play it. It's called Eastville. It's on Atlantic Avenue, because we're in 2020. But Pips' heyday was during the 80s stand-up day. That was the spot. I mean, I'm only 44. Right, yeah. so this place was popping in like the late seventies. I was obviously totally. yeah, I was way young, but I worked two doors down at Randazzo's as a busboy. So every once in a, and my friend worked at Cappuccino on the Bay. So when we'd get off, we would walk by Pips, and it was just packed with people. We'd go on the side or in the back, actually. Um, but we Do you remember were, any of the comedians that were on the bill or something like, oh, there's Seinfeld or Paul Reiser? Or not, something? not really. We were young, dude. Yeah, when you're young, you don't give a shit. You're no, on into your own you, shit. You read names that you're not gonna remember. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But Andrew Dice Clay blew the fuck up in like what '87? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was his starting ground was Pips, and then yeah. Oh my God, he was like you know beyond a hero. It was like a tangible rock star. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like this guy, holy shit, we kind of put it on the map a little bit. Yeah, yeah. New York will hold you down. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, yeah, if no, you're no, from New York. Dude, he was huge because he sounded like us or sounded like someone we knew. Where Tony Danza, when he was on Taxi, it was the first time we heard someone not speak proper English, like these, them, and those. <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit, we made it. And I can't stand Tony Danza. Well, I love Dice. Yeah. Oh, my God. The day the laughter died, me and my friends, I used to say, when we woke up to my wife during Christmas, like, tis the season this song might. Oh, we were laughing our balls off, dude. He's the best. I'm doing Dangerfields. That's that recorded at Dangerfields. Did I you went know there that? for my prom. Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah, yeah. I've done prom shows at Dangerfields. <laughs> they shuffled got, us there. Yeah, the dude, uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's, uh, but it's literally, and they filmed The Joker there Do you know all those scenes from the joker is no all at Dangerfields. the Dangerfields is the dude tony i talk about it the guy who owns it was the same guy that owned back in the day, back in the day. he was the partner with We're rodney talking. i went there in 92 oh this guy has stories he has uh he knew lenny bruce he knew Dangerfields. Oh, wow. i talked to him I, I should get try to get him on the podcast but i'm playing there sure. but it's kind of run down like the club not nah, I, I can't say that it still looks like it's the 70s. That's, but that's a good thing, though. No? That's a good thing, especially in New York. That's the original. That's, that's the, the last of the OG. Like You're the last like the, of the OG. No, I'm not the last of the OG. This There's nobody younger. No, nobody's talking this talk, man. There's... You're, it's this New York accent, I think, uh, people are talking like this New York accent that you have, that Tracy Morgan has. Like, uh, cats I know, uh, I don't think 19-year-old kids, your kids don't, don't have this. 
It's getting homogenized, I guess. You know? It is getting homogenized. The world's getting globalized. Like, right, I think. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's I, you know. It's I, progress. My, parent, my parents sounded a little like this. Not as much. It was more about the people I grew up with more than Were your parents immigrants? Did they come here? Oh, fuck no. No. <laughs> they were born in Garrison Beach? No, my father was grow, grew up in Gravesend. And my mom grew up in Garrison Beach. He was a fireman, a battalion chief, who retired in 03. And my mom raised us and went back to uh, Verizon. She was in Verizon until, I don't know, about five years ago. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that I became... I love you, man. You're such a classy New York cat. You came to my house. Like, I asked him, Nick has done artwork for me for free like he has this gruff bravado like he's gonna he's gonna kick your teeth in oh i'm a pussy i can't, I can't, I can't fight yeah yeah you got something going no, on I'll, you got something I'll throw, going on I'll throw you got this jarhead hard cut you got you got a hard edge to you but a dope edge i got the, i got the fuck boy fade what are you talking yeah, about you got a little bit little bit of the fuck boy, but it's no it all blends in you don't have it like right. zipped no. up on the sides no, i do catch me in the summer i got that. you got the gun on the sides but you brought uh bakery i just like there is a beauty, like I was just trying to say, like I my I've been here in New York uh, for fifteen years now, and it's like you know you love and hate it, it beats right. you up, it's right. negative, but the real New Yorkers, the ones that are from here, you right. think they're hard, but they're classy. Well, they say motherfucker, they curse a lot, and they're loud, well, but he, they're classy and they're the family oriented. Here's the deal: I, I've always felt this, and I've always heard this. You treat me good. I'm going to treat you so much better. You treat me bad, we'll kill the fucking dog in front of your kids. <laughs> you are a dude I don't want to cross. And I've asked you for a few favors. It's always with art. Yeah, but and, it's, uh, it's, it's always met with no problem. Whatever you need. I know you've always been too good to me, Nick. I appreciate no, it, man. And friends help you. Come on. It's not even helping. I like doing this shit. I know you are a fan of comedy and your story of oh, uh, finding Clutch and Clutch finding you. Uh, is cool. You literally was just a fan yeah. and said, yo, here's a flyer. I cold, I cold called him or cold emailed him and said, hey, this is um, the animation I'm doing lately with my company. I'd love to do a video. Obviously, doing a video, time-consuming, and there was no way in hell I'd be able to pull that shit off by myself. But Yeah, but you, we all think we can. But right. once you start making film and making art, you start to be like, But we, wow. we started a conversation. Yeah. And I said, I also do graphic design. And um, they let me do their f next album cover, which was the like a fucking dream come true. I found out in my cousin's bar on St. Patrick's Day. I lost my fucking mind, man. It was so, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And was that Beale Street? No, no. Robot Hive Exodus. Yes, that's a great album. Yeah. The, yeah. Na the name of it scared the shit out of me because it's like the first album I'm ever doing in the... Uh, he emails me, yeah, the name of the album's Robot Hive Exodus. I said, what the fuck is that? Like, how am I going to do this? But it turned out great. It turned out... If you're into sci-fi or heavy metal magazine, even just... Omni. That's a, we went for like an Omni magazine vibe, yeah. which, was, which was dope. What is Omni magazine? Is that a 70s sci-fi magazine or something? Yeah, it was like science fiction meets... Remember heavy metal magazine? I do, of course. And I know that I talk about the movie all the time. Right. Right, but Omni, Sick soundtrack. Omni was a little bit more bougie, a little bit more chrome, a little bit yeah, more like shiny modern day Casio commercials, and you know, Dope. 
it was it was a good magazine, but we based it on that. And um, dude, subsequently, like their manager who just passed away, Jack Flanagan. Yes, I met him. I met Jack, and he was really nice to me. I just treat people who are nice to me. I remember, and I had nothing involved with their business and no one show business like i'm in the comedy business i know comedy managers i know comedy agents these are hard rock managers this yeah. was a hard rock world yeah uh, he used to play in a band called the mob which i didn't know when i first met him it's like a new yorker meeting new yorker he looked me up and down wouldn't even say hello and he looked at my sneakers he goes let me guess you're from brooklyn I said, how'd you know? He's like, wearing white sneakers. <laughs> Is that the look Brooklyn white I, sneakers? I mean, I don't Are these the, Air, uh, what about these joints? I got these at a Brooklyn. No. Nah, Air Force ones? Yeah, no. but they're not leather. <laughs> yeah, no, these are pleather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they gotta be straight white. <laughs> gotta be straight white, white stripe, Nike? White stripe? What do you mean? What white is it, a white on white? A white on white. All yeah, white, white on white. And then you do you get the, do you get the toothbrush to shine them up on the rubber? Baby wipes. Baby <laughs> wipes all day. That's how you do it. Baby wipes running around. I'm not that guy. I mean, I'm a, you know. No, I mean, I've never been a sneakerhead. I got two things, and one of them is like <laughs> run down trail runners. We used to rock, uh, well, in the 80s, they're called, uh, we used to call them, shit, what were they called? Not van. They look like vans, like the shoeless, what, deck shoes? Mm -hmm. We used to call them decks. That was the name of it. Those sound dope. White decks. Oh. Can you find those now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I rocked them a couple about 10 years ago, and people were like, oh, where'd you find those? Jack's the place in my neighborhood used to sell them. And, uh, is that still around? Jax has been gone, shit, 92? I know, these places you see, and you brought these bomb-ass cookies, this bakery. Tell me about this bakery, because you got the apple crumb cake. You know, the, you, I love the crumb cake. Like, the crumb <laughs> cake is, but you took it to an apple, and I love the apple cinnamon. You, you, he brought, he came brought, bringing gifts and oh. stories. My grandmother always said, if you're going to someone's house or a party, you bring the doorbell with your elbow. First thing you got to do, right? So you bring in. I just found this place right before Christmas. I was always going to Aliadas on Avenue L. There's always a line out the door and crazy expensive qualities. Good. It's delicious. But it's more about the brand. You go to a party and you bring Aliadas. Like, oh, they brought Aliadas. You, um, so this place I found on Yelp. And word of mouth, I brought it up to a couple of people. I fuck with that. Yelp. Oh, fuck all day. And then um, people were like, that's where they make the rolls for Rollin' Roaster. You go to Rollin' Roaster down in Sheepside? Is that a coffee shop? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's like roast beef sandwiches. Oh, shit. Oh, no. You never. I'm going to take you down. Yeah, you got to take me. I, I'm telling you, you're the real deal. Every time you took me to the, the most bomb-ass <laughs> slice place that when I went down there, we, we I went and hung out with you and we took... Yeah, he comes off as this tough guy Goomba, but he's like the super you arty. Right? No, I hate to hear that, no, I shouldn't say that. No, I can't, I, and I, that's not a cool what word. What do you mean? <laughs> See, yeah, he does funny. scare me. <laughs> Nick, he does scare me, but I also know he's a teddy bear too. And you took me to an awesome Black Keys concert one time. We, Did you, we? Yeah, we went to the Black Keys in Central Park. Your boy dropped out. It was last minute. I was actually at, I remember I it. I think I remember And it was at high, I was at high times with Danny. Right. And I was smoking. This is before they blew up, right? Yeah, this is before. I, yeah, 
right? They no, yeah, they were blown. They were. It was a hot ticket. It was a hot ticket. It was a hot show, and they you could tell they blowed up because they already had like a keyboardist on stage. Right, 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 right. It wasn't just these two dudes. Lights. They had lights. It wasn't just these two dudes sweating it out. They had like there was there was major. I caught them early, early, early. I don't know how I found out about. Actually, you know why I found R.L. Burnside. Yeah, I like that guy. I found him on Spotify. Right. Way. I don't know how the hell I found RL. This is before Spotify. But I got into RL. How is, is he from the 70s or does he like an old dude that got recorded in 2001? I think he was doing his thing. But Dan, I can't pronounce his last name. From the Me book. neither. He was on uh, Fat Possum Records. Yep. So they got RL Burns. I think um, he was doing an internship and he got... Found out R.L. Burnside, and then they recorded him. Then the Black Keys got recorded on there. And so I went so from So Dan R.L. found R.L. Burnside. Not found him, but brought him to the hipster I, I, I fucking think, shit. I think, so. I think so. Derek Hess, the guy that does a There was that whole movie. movement. I remember when the White Stripes started blowing up, because I oh, yeah, just started yeah, yeah, doing yeah, yeah, stand-up yeah. in San Francisco, and there was these at the Marsh Theater in Mission. And I would go do this place. Robin Williams would do this place. Arch Barker would do this place. This little small theater. And then I just remember seeing this small white stripes flyer. Yeah. And I was like. That was the beginning of the, uh, beginning of the hipster movie. That was the beginning. And I was in ground zero. Lane, Lane Stanley died and it all started. <laughs> 2001, 2002. Everybody's trying to rock Space Invaders yeah. 80 retro shit. Yes. Uh, but I mean the hipster movement. You want to talk about Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was in Williamsburg. I told you the dude from TV on the radio used to serve me coffee at the Verve. <laughs> I like those dudes. Too. Those dudes are dope. Those dudes are artistically but, dope. But the, that whole music scene, I thought that was going to like pop off early in the day when Williamsburg was like cheap. Yeah. Like, like the Lower East Side was That's where cheap. I, yeah, yeah. Like CBGB's. Andy Warhol. If you were an artist, you could live in a loft up there. That my buddy from '97 that grew up in D.C., like the arty kid in our neighborhood that went to like the original Bad Brains shows. Right. Another dudes from Fugazi. I was, I was pumped. I thought this music scene was gonna bubble up from the bottom up. You know what I mean? Like Talking Heads. Or uh, it kind of did. Like no, the Yeah Yeah Yes. No, you are you fuck with the Yeah Yeah Yes? No, I don't fuck with the yeah. Yeah, you that chick is bad, man. But they only got two songs. Those guys almost blew up too the much. The only thing you got out of that whole scene was the fucking strokes. That was it. You fuck with the strokes? No. I used to for a hot minute. I wore a denim jacket. Last night? Denim jacket with a scarf, all that nonsense. I get it. <laughs> it was okay. But there wasn't I figured out what they brought though. It wasn't fine art, because LA popped off with the fucking fine art. Like yeah. Buff Monster, all that graffiti, even like Shepard Fairley, all that stuff. <clears throat> New York didn't have that scene come here. They're like Neck Face and all these other graffiti artists, but it wasn't in the galleries. It wasn't catching attention, or maybe it wasn't. I'm talking shit. No, I remember Neck Face was just dirty and grimy. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And mostly Brooklyn was like just dive bars people yes. would do coke in. And, that, and if you had a band, you could rock it out. You know what popped off in terms of art? Culinary. Yeah, culinary shit. You know, people are doing artesian hot dogs and. Shout out to my boy Joseph Yoon. Who's who? What's he do? Uh, he does culinary now, and he actually managed. And I've done. I've had to pick up side gigs, and he does catering. But he's like high end, and he does. He cooks bugs. His new thing. See what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. He's on. This, he's always on some next level shit. He managed Dub Trio and Lion Eyes, and that's okay. how I met Lion Eyes. 
And so I was down with Lion Eyes and I was hanging out at High Times and I was like, Danny, you got to meet these dudes. They're just young cats from DC. I love right. these guys. You got to go check them out. And I love Clutch. And Lion Eyes is like, Rob, come down. We'll get you on the list and you can come check the show. And that's how we met. Right. But uh, yeah, culinary arts, man. That's where it blew up. What's your main dish right now? My main dish in terms of you got to eat. You got to knock it out for your wife. You want some booty. You want to fucking what's it? How are you going to rock it? Um, I don't in terms of ordering out. Or? No, you don't cook. Nah, I don't cook. I've been doing uh slow cooker a lot. I'll fuck up scrambled eggs and a bacon and a skillet. I just got a skillet about uh, six months ago. Nonstick. Nonstick. Don't wash it. You know, oh, it. so so non-sticky it just slides right off it just it's uh built up with flavor that's yeah. it so to keep the skillet oh yeah you got to get the bacon flavor that's a, oh yeah yeah no, you gotta keep the burgers steak yeah. the whole you're not supposed to clean it dude i mean hot water you want that grease in there yeah yeah it's called flavor i learned that from my friend who's a fireman all fireman oh the south knows that you just leave the skillet on the stove the whole time and you're just always cooking bacon and apples in it yes all the time it's it's dope I'll, my kids love breakfast so when they get up and they smell bacon i'm a superhero yeah it's hard to it's hard to not biscuits i i love biscuits and bacon lately i just been i've been eating right nick i've been trying to go all in you know i'm i was born in 72 i'm trying to i'm trying to push it out uh Wait, you're older than me yeah, I'm older than you, man. I was you born look, in 72. You look fucking great, bro. Comedy, man. Herb. Laughing and laughing and pot. Laughing and pot. Goofing off. Yeah. Uh, and But I do. Yeah, man. I think life's a gift and you got to take care of the machine you're given. You know, you got it. I don't know if I'm. I, I, that I know. Sense. But at the same I'm not perfect. Nobody no. is. And we could get whacked any minute. So you got to take it with wow. the greatest. Like, we could die any minute. Oh, you, you could you could do everything good mean, and get run over by a truck. I thought you meant crushing a 12 pack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I did all my drinking. Yeah. I was drinking in DC bars when I was 17. Yeah, Speaking you, of dirty bars, but you, I wanted to lead you back to rock and roll. I wanted to get you right. back on uh, you, you making album covers for Clutch. Yeah. And you loved music. You played in bands. You went to art school. You're from Garrison Beach. Yeah. And uh, and then then Neil Fallon, the lead singer, returned yeah. an email. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we shot the shit. I got the gig from uh, a call one day. Like I said, I met Jack Flanagan, their manager. We shot the Was shit. Jack manager even back then? Yes. Yes, he was. I think he was a manager for like a year or two. And um, like I said, he just passed away. And he, I think. Good dude. Beyond a good dude. I mean, he was crazy as fuck. Um, but he was a big Irish guy, red hair, thick glasses, and straight up New York dude. So we got along. Like, <clears throat> he took me to Europe to go on tour with Clutch and Motorhead. Oh my God. Yeah. First time in Europe, Thanksgiving night. I think my daughter was two months old. And I looked at my wife and was like, yeah. I got to do this. I understand you'll be fine. And Thanksgiving night, I went and we went on tour with uh, Motorhead, which was bananas. I, f I, I remember it, but my daughter, who's 13 now, was way into Queen after that movie came out. She's like way into it. It's a great flick. So she got Freddie Mercury posters all over the wall. And then I remembered I met Brian May. Oh, my God. He was at the Hammerstein when Motorhead was playing. And I went, oh, shit. Caitlin, I met Brian May. She was like, what? I was like, I forgot about it, tell you the truth. It was a long trip. But um, yeah, that, that experience of being on a tour bus and touring and shit, I realized I didn't like it. 
It wasn't my thing. It's like camping on a bus. Yeah, I've done it. I toured with Ralphie May on a bus. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Don't shit on the bus. I didn't, but I learned that quick. I liked sleeping on it. I love that motion because I got a bunk. And there was just me and Ralphie, and Ralphie was in the back room, and then I just had my own bunk to myself. Right. I think I, I think I had a bunk, right? But these dudes, we would stay up in the back till five in the morning watching Bad Brains videos from CBGBs, laughing, drinking, smoking pot. But everyone would sleep till like two in the afternoon. I don't do that, dude. If I'm out till like five in the morning, I'm up at seven. It's just I don't. I've been that. I'm that way too. I'm up and out. My wife hates it. When we first started dating, I'm like, seize the day, get your ass up and go. She's like, no, we used to fight all the time about it. But I love getting up early around six. How are you sleeping these days? I make myself, you know what, melatonin. Melatonin's your joint? I've been doing a lot of CBDB. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of CBDBGs, uh, but in, in a lot of herb. But I've been meditating now. I've been meditating like 20 minutes. But I, I've learned as I got older, I have a weird hour. Like, I'll sleep, sleep, sleep good. And then at 4.30, yeah. it hits me, and then some panic hits me. Just like the you. demons come start coming. You got to force yourself to go back to sleep. You have to force yourself. You, you're going yeah. to climbing for that phone to see even what time it is? Yeah. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't get on Instagram. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say, because yeah. you'll get you're into, done. you're yeah. done. You'll get into Instagram movies, and you start flipping, and then you're up another hour, and then you fucked up your whole night. So I've, that's the cool thing about getting older is uh, just learning more about yourself so now i know like it happened oh, last sure. night i got up at like 4 30 i pissed and i was like but i just talked myself down with just like breath and positive thoughts don't touch that phone don't touch that phone. it's like coffee it's like doing a shot of uh espresso yeah in the middle of the night a blue light or some shit. Yeah, yeah 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 you learn all these tricks but back in the day i would get up and smoke more weed or drink or something right. just to get through it um yeah, no, no, I, it happens all the time to me. So I get up early. My favorite thing about getting getting up early is no one's awake. If that makes sense, it's like a foreign. That's a good time. It's like a foreign country outside. It's like a, a altered. What was that? Stranger Things. It's like yeah. the upside down world. Like five, six o'clock. If you see someone on the street, either they're like, "Oh, you got it. like it's a high five. Like, yeah, you're up too. Or there's some sus. Asshole breaking into cars. Or the dude still up from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Roman. You know, I pom pom those dudes too. Like, yeah, you're getting it. You're doing it. <laughs> uh, it is a surreal, cool feeling. I, I love mean, the light. It's empty. It's, it's no congestion. Everybody's sleeping. You're out. You can go get the bagels. Dude, I love that time of day. In New York City, nothing like it. Because it's nothing. quiet. Yeah. It's quiet. It's serene. When the Trade Center was up, those were the first things to get. The sun to hit, and dude, in the summer times it was beautiful, beautiful. They were like bright orange, and everybody was still sleeping. I'll never forget that shit. Yeah, you do see, cause you're out there by the beach, mm -hmm. and uh, you see the city from there. Yeah, clear you, day. Forgot it. You can see the city from there. It's sick. The back wow. weeds. Um, in Garrison Beach, it's actually there's a beach there. Can uh, do no, no, no. It's no. like a kind of is it not a swamp? I was back there. <laughs> But no, there's it's some. A, it's, it's, salt, the, it's considered a salt marsh. Yes. It's federal area. Um, what, wow. I'm trying to think what it'd be like to explain. It's kind of like dunes of Michigan. Like, I don't know. There's like these dunes. It's all weeds. It's all yeah. weeds. There's a little island called Mau Mau. Hipsters found it. They have a, a thing, the Battle for Mau Mau, every July back there. 
What's that? Just a big party back there? Bunch of numbnuts is getting together, like decorating boats and whacking each other with silly straws or some shit. I don't, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. They dress up like fucking Captain Arab and big mustaches. They're, they're kids that don't, well, they're like in their 20s. They still want to play, you know, grown up. Like, they're grown ups. They want to act like kids. Yeah, that's kind of Burning Man has that vibe. Really? But that's more like, I don't know. They, that's more decadent party. That started in San Francisco on Ocean Beach. That just ended up as a bonfire back in the day, and it just grew and grew and grew. And I was going to ask, the Mermaid Parade is crazy out in Coney Island. No, that's the spot. It grew up. I mean, it must have. Did it pop up? Did it? No. When did it pop up? Like 90s or 80s? Neither. It popped 70s? Up 2000s. That's what I was thinking. It's not that old. But if you go out there now during the mermaid page, you can't move. When did it start? Or yeah, when, when did it start? Oh, shit. Probably early set. I don't know. Do you think it was like gay dudes like just started no, rocking it? They, the they were definitely... Dude, those mermaid parades were like... Celebration of individuals you know of Coney I mean? Island, the Coney Island freaks. Well, I mean, the art, the artists that were down there, people would come down from the West Village. It was like a big ass party, but you dressed like a fucking nautical mermaid, lobsters. They would have fun. <laughs> they they would have a dude. It was like that. it is dope. I love going down there. Before uh, the internet, it was dope as fuck. Now, now it's yeah. it's out I don't you can't move yeah yeah, yeah. it's like know. one of those things like you just don't go to Times Square right next to the cyclone that entire street guys from Garrison Beach would all park their cars all along there and that was where the parade came up dude it was dead no one was there we had cases of beer we'd hang out now they close that shit off. It's just mobs of people. Because you see some mammary glands out there girls girls put them on the glass out there during the no, mermaid parade they, they always did in the and I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, it, it, there is some public nudity, which makes it kind of cool out there. Uh, but yeah, we're drinking, I want to get to the coffee, actually, and this all kind of stems to rock and roll. And Nick Lack, you, I wanted to talk more about your art, because I do think you need to have like an art show soon. Um, I was thinking about that. You should do an art show, like, have you done an art show of all your stuff? Not really. I did it in college. It's just an excuse to drink some wine and fucking eat cheese. I can't do that shit. It's too you got bougie. so many friends. It's too bougie. I had a, a friend. Well, just make it Nick Lackadocious. <laughs> what are you going to drink? Some Mickey Big Mouths and some, some, uh, um, some uh, I don't know, Little Debbie Snacks? What are you going to Debbie rock? Snacks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I hear you. I'll bring. You don't have to, but your art. Bakery. Yeah, that, that's the Rainbow bomb. Rainbow cookies and everything else. Rainbow cookies. Your yeah, it is. You've got rainbow uh, cookies. I'm, I'm so not interested in doing an art thing. I, I you got two kids and three, three, three. you got fucking three kids. I knew you had when you had one. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. And I think that was that. I remember that blowing my mind. Me but too. you being an artist and you doing and but now you have a job where you're providing for your family, <laughs> and you actually went through Sandy. You have a crazy story. Sandy hit Garrison Beach hard. Yeah, and it took no. you five and your feet. fam. Yeah, five feet underwater. That was that was uh, a cra the craziest thing about that wasn't necessarily getting hit with the water. I mean, that was surreal. Felt like you were in National Geographic or some shit carrying your kids across the Nile. But the aftermath. Now I don't know if you remember. There was no gas anywhere. The gas thing was gone. The lights weren't on. It turned into a little bit of Mad Maxi for like a week, yeah. <clears throat> where it scared me. But also made me think like civilization could crack in less than a month. 
like people, the human nature of getting like real paranoid and freaked out. So these guys I know own a huge bar and a, a dock, a marina in Garrison Beach, right? It's called the Tamaqua. Uh, the Departed was actually filmed in there when the, with the priests, that one scene. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was filmed in there. Anyway, um, they had gas. So a lot of people started knocking on the door like, hey, hey, Paul, you know, you got any gas? He's like, no, no, we don't have any gas here. And they're like, oh, okay. Day two, it's like, bum, 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 bum. The knocks get a little bit louder. Hey, Paul, yeah, I just wanted to make sure, you know, you guys don't have any gas? Like, no, I told you, no gas. Third day, bang, 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 bang. He came out with a shotgun. No gas. <laughs> oh, my God. That was within a week. What do people want gas for? For the cars? Generators. For generators. To keep to their keep shit the together. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. It got... It started getting slippery slope. But on the Thinking flip about side... Puerto Rico just got the, hit again. Yeah. Puerto Rico just got but hit again. But on the flip, everybody came together so strong. Like, the community yeah. was, like, so... Elderly people were taken care of. Like, it was amazing. I don't want to only talk about the shit side, because it was incredible i mean everyone you around did the handle country. it i remember i remember seeing you and being like you were like yeah you were handling it you, you were to. yeah you have to what, yeah. what's the alternative fucking losing your mind walking around like washington square park naked yeah sandy took my life <laughs> yeah you handled it like a man and you came back up and it was yeah man you have a very inspired uh life and art and tell me more about because we're drink we're drinking Iggy Pop. This is so yeah. odd, yeah. but Iggy Pop. I got this for Christmas. Yeah. Everybody knows that I love coffee and I love weed out. We're not, we're not hitting much weed out today because we both got shit to do. But I wanted to get a podcast out, and I wanted you on my podcast, Nick, because you're such a character and you dig podcasts. I do. Uh, I've been listening for a hot minute. Yeah, you were on. You were into the Joe Rogan from the get go, uh, and a bunch of others. Uh, podcasts are just they're good. Uh, I've been listening to some meditation. I got to listen to some parenting podcasts. I got to no, get... <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, I, I'm Rob, trying Rob, to figure the, it out. I don't want to go too deep. On you the... know what the secret of parenting is? What's that? Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Oh, I know that. Nobody know that. knows. So just no. keep it like that, man. Keep it just like keep that. keep up your own shit. Like, take the bad parts of you growing up and don't do that. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's what I'm trying take to do. The, take the good parts that happened when you was a kid and do that. I like that, Nick. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> that, that feels good. All right, I'm doing good. all right. Uh, That's $200. I'll <laughs> Venmo. I got you, man. I'll give you some of this coffee. That uh, banging. Yeah, it's no, good. It's really good. I'm yeah. impressed. The Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Stumptown, you know, as hipster as Stumptown is, it's from Portland. But I got to say, man, their beans, I just fuck with their beans. And then they got this limited edition. I, they're all stoner, arty type dudes. Yeah, I mean, wine, the same shit. Like the labels and the packaging is on point. Like his old his autograph. I think this is like a PMS color. Like a, yeah, shit's banging. It's shit's banging. It's all black. I'm not crazy about the flying the flying V uh, guitar. <laughs> Iggy Pop don't play no fucking V. Oh, did v. you meet Lemmy on that Motorhead tour? Yes, briefly. He actually, I met him at the Rainbow Room. He chased me away because I was breaking. I was wild. You drunk? Yeah. When you get six beers, it's rough, Nick. No, not after I was on twelve. I quit drinking for a year. Did you know that? Yeah, I know you go back and forth. Yeah, no, yeah. I, that shit changed my brain. I wasn't an alcoholic. I no, just, no, you never were, and you no. always handled your shit. You just yeah. like. You're just a dude from Brooklyn that got nine beers deep and we might have his ass out for a minute. Rage out. Yeah. We had fun. 
We had yeah, a lot fun. of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, never were, yeah, blackout drunk, take a no. swing at anybody. No, 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 no. Chaos. Like yeah. fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because ah. you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're confined artists and you're just, and sometimes you got to blow it out. Um, but yeah, you got to meet Lemmy on the Motorhead tour. That's insane. Um, yeah, he was a sweet, he, the stories you hear about him are like, I didn't know him. Like, I just met him for like once. Yeah, that's how it goes. Twice. But the door opened where he was, and there was a Joker poker machine in the green room. And he was sitting there smoking and having a drink, playing Joker poker in the middle of Brixton Academy. Dude, it was surreal. Like, the door opened. I was like, what the fuck? And then the second time I saw And you can catch people's vibes. And he didn't have a dick vibe. No, not at all. He had a vibe at the Rainbow Room, like, leave me the fuck alone. Because it's just so many Hollywood weirdos, yeah. It was, it was, was it Frank Zito? Who's the Hell's Angels guy? That like, Oh, shit. You, were, you got chased out by Frank Zito? He almost fucked me up. Fucked me up. I walked up to him and was like, oh, New York. He's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm like, ah! And he was sober. Like, he, I don't know why. He was standing in the door jam. And I walked by him and recognized him. But I still didn't know that much about him. The sickest celebrity I ever He definitely to. killed some people. Absolutely. He would have killed me that night. <laughs> the, the funniest the funniest celebrity I ever ran into out there with my friend Ben. He flew out to visit me. Was from the Rainbow Room. We stumbled out there hard. I mean, legit, like, stumbled out of there. And we ran into Anna Nicole Smith. And this is when she was at her heaviest. She had this pink jacket on and two belts. She looked like a pot roast. And fucking bang. Dude, we ran right into her. She started screaming. Ben was like, oh, my God, that's Anna Nicole Smith. We started, like, kind of, like, trying to hang out with her. She wasn't here. No, nah, she wasn't. Nah, nah, she was, was perked out. Yeah, she was waiting for, uh, you know, an 80-year-old man with millions of dollars. Yeah, I played the room in Fort Lauderdale that she died in, the hotel. Yeah, it's the same hotel, the Hard Rock. And uh, it's a Hard Rock. And there's a comedy club there, the Improv, and you stay at the same hotel. I remember, and I think it was like the same year that that she died in this hotel. And I was like, oh shit, this is the same place. And Nicole died she in. Had, she had some obviously issues. I don't know, like a whole story. I know she was in Playboy, and then she was. Oh, she's just a you know, girl trying to do her thing. I'm not judging that. No, no judgment. But the Trim Spa and the 80 dude. 90-year-old man. You remember what he looked like? I'm not judging that good dude. Oh, I'll judge the sh- I'll judge Judy the fucking shit out of that. You crazy? Good for him. Not on him. Yeah. But the girl? Come on. I know. I know. Get the fuck out of here. No. Uh, she's just doing the American doing thing. Just a girl from Texas. Uh... I know, I know. I'm, I'm meditating. I'm trying. I'm trying to be no. Not, I shouldn't judge you for she even was, judging. She was sucking dick for a helicopter. <laughs> Maybe. I, did he have a helicopter? Did he have a dick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she, yeah, she was a big blonde bombshell. Oh man, when she was in that was some eighties bombshell. Was, yeah, that I was remember that. those twin, the Barbie twins. Yeah, that was what, gross. The, what, what happened to those two? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to Google that shit as soon as I leave here. <laughs> the Barbie twins. They were like these huge, exaggerated yeah. cartoon Tune girls. Ass. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the 80s just blew this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do that shit no more. No, I can't. <laughs> Those chicks ain't around anymore. Budweiser. Budweiser is all about the family, not the like beach blanket with the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but tell me more about your because we're gonna we're getting to the point, man. We're yeah. going we're gonna wind up here soon. But yeah. I want to go through all of your album covers. Like, what are all because you haven't you've done how many album covers for I Clutch? Don't even, I don't even know, dude. I I think maybe seven or eight. 
Because, yeah, that Neil Fallon, their lead singer, who I've met, who's nice, uh, just briefly, like literally briefly, and I emailed him a couple times. He almost was on a rap song when I put out a song with me, a rap song. Like, he he said he would. I don't know. I think he may have been just being nice. No, he's, he's into hip-hop and shit. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I know. It was funny. It was cool. I got it. Uh, I think I got the email through, yeah, Nate from Lion Eyes. Right. But he was, I just remember him being nice. I don't know him that well, but I... But as an artist, those guys write so much. Yeah. And every year, they have a new album. Every year, that it's all... And I know how much lyrics and writing, how much work that is, and how much energy that is. Um, professionals. And, professionals, yeah. big time. I'm not professional, so it was kind of... <laughs> I had to catch up a little. But look, Yeah, they're not playing any games. Yeah, they're making... No, they're, they're paying mortgages with their rock and roll. Yeah, no, I mean... They're talented, so right. they they keep up the business, and they really was smart by starting their own label, uh, Weathermaker, way before streaming became crazy. Like they started their own record label, which was fucking genius. And they now, may pop out because of Spotify, because this money's starting because of streaming. I'm hearing like no, the money's starting to come back around. No, 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 no. So no. it's gonna die, dude. There's something I just read an article with Jimmy Iovine. It makes complete sense. Like Netflix owns this shit, so they bring it back, right? All this content on Spotify is got. They have to pay it out. You follow what I'm saying? Their yeah. their bottom line is like dwindling. Plus, I heard they suck to work for. I walked in. I had a friend of mine that worked there, and I was on the fence because I love music. Dude, it was like a Korean sweatshop. You got a hundred. It's hot as hell. You got a hundred people, and it was quiet. And that fucked me up. I'm like, you got a hundred people not talking. What's going on here? Yeah, everybody's fired, worried about their job. They fired a shit ton of people right before Thanksgiving. How are they not making money? They it spend. is their algorithms are good. Yeah, no, because what do you? They need subscription. They yeah. need subscription. It's all subscription based. It is subscription based because because uh, you can get the free joint. But I had the paid joint for a while, and then I downgraded. Yeah, that was. I, there you go, bro. Yeah. No, nah, I'm on the ten dollars shit. I have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ten dollars yeah. like the threshold for everybody. Dropbox, Netflix, uh, well, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. We'll give it to you, but after ten dollars, people like, yeah. oh, twenty dollars only porn only for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. That shit's free. Too. That shit's free. Too. <laughs> Who's paying for that, man? Uh, but uh, so. But you also did the Melvins, didn't you do it? No, no, I love the Melvins. Jesus Christ, if I did that, man, forget I'd be wearing a suit to this thing. No, I love, I love the Melvins. Yeah, Ooh, those I guys. I forget. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Not play. even gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do so much. No, I don't do so much. It's just you know, there's so much going on, dude. You gotta. Yeah. It's a marathon, not a fucking jog. Um, I don't. My favorite album cover that I did do was Earth Rocker, hands down. Yes, that was. I thought that came out great, and the response I got back was like huge. The drummer from Mastodon, I met him, and um, he was like, "Dude, this came out great." First time I met him, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you impress people like that? I've seen it on T-shirts around, like oh, dudes, like dude, I'm yeah. st the merch. I remember I talked to Jack Flanagan. I'm like, "Yo, give me ten percent on this show, or even five. He's like, "Nah, they must have made." Buko bucks on the merchandise with that shit. But that's great. That's great. I saw a bootleg shirt of Earth Rocker being sold in the parking lot. That was the high point of my shit right there. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that logo around, and it's a, it's an American Indian, and it's, and it's done in this geometric, yeah. like, 
uh, kind of like trippy, but yeah, like almost. Hawkwind, it was like a Hawkwind. I don't know if anyone knows what that. Like, yeah, Hawkwind is uh, Lemmy. Motor Lemmy's first right. band, which was like a stoner, trippy out, but like came, acid rock band. It came from Detroit. There was um, cars back in the day that had these Indian heads, right? Like, uh, what are they called? Maple, not maple. Yeah. What's the shit from Jurassic Park that the uh, amber? Yeah, amber heads were on these cars. So I just took that idea. And took some of the elements that were on buildings back then and just made Indian heads. And then the Indian heads came into, like, line design, then the color application. Dude, it came out fucking pretty hot. The backdrop for the stage came out sick. I think I saw that concert with you. I think we were at, because I remember Jack was there. I miss that motherfucker, dude. I really do. I, I had a dream about him maybe four days after I went to the funeral, and it was vivid. This is a sick one. Vivid as fuck. Like, and it was all about love. Like, make sure you understand. I loved everybody. <clears throat> I woke up. I emailed Neil. I'm like, I'm not this hocus pocus, you know, voodoo guy, but this happened. So we went to his funeral a couple days before. You know the mass cards, the funeral cards they give out? They didn't have his face on it. And, I was, and it said John Flanagan. Dude, I was pissed. I was pissed. This guy was vain. And his picture wasn't on his fucking mass card. I was fuck, like, not pissed like... Just dying, like, come on. That's a good friend. Dude, it disappeared. Disappeared, and then, through, I want to say a week ago, I'm at the point in my neighborhood, which is like the end of the avenue. I, I see a mask card taped to the guardrail. It's Jack's mask card taped to the guardrail out of nowhere. Dude, it freaked the fuck out. Oh, that's great, man. It's beautiful. Great. Great. It scared the fucking shit out of me. No, man. no, no. The vibe lives forever, man. No, the thing, I, t- I took it. His vibe. You do, that's the thing no. about individuals. No, no, no. no, no but I, I don't. You might be an awesome person. Don't fucking haunt me. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I took the card. I saw Clutch about last week at Starland, and I was try. I gave it to the the new road manager. He's like, Nah, bro, that's yours. And I went to the sound guy, not the sound guitar tech. And I stuffed it in the store. He walks, he brings a stormtrooper head around on him. I put it right in there. I'm like, you're back. I wanted to tape it to the bottom of the stage. And then Oscar, their road manager, is like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got rid of it, though. Got a little, yeah. Long live Jack. Yeah. Long live Jack. But that, yeah, that scared me. He's the, still with the band. Bro, it scared uh, the shit out of me. Yeah, that is odd. But uh, life is odd. Everything, you know. Uh-huh. It, uh, but uh, <clears throat> so you like the coffee? Coffee's banging. Thank you for coming over, Nick. Anytime. I appreciate it, man. Anytime. I know you're a busy dude. I'd love to have you back on yeah, with I better can. equipment. We're doing this right off a of lob in my kitchen right now. Right. And we're both on the run, and he's double parked outside. It's all good. And uh, and he brought snacks. And he, <laughs> and he also brought <laughs> a little snacks. bit of herbs. They're pastries. They're pastries. They're Stop. bomb-ass pastries. They're pastries. How dare you call them snacks? Uh, <laughs> I got some minestrone if you want that. Minestrone? I'm, I'm good. All right, all right. Uh, but yeah, so we give a, we give a stump town, Iggy pop, uh, this bag of coffee. You're not even a big coffee drinker. Every morning I pick it up from the, the store in my neighborhood, but I'm not. You're more of a, is that a bodega style? Like just yeah, the cup? Yeah, Colombian 100%. You're such a fucking New Yorker. <laughs> Why? I know, it's beautiful. I'm not saying, you're the I last can't. of the Mohicans, dude. You're the last <laughs> no, of the Mohicans, no, dude. Leftovers. I'm no, a leftover, no, like no, the no. HBO show. We got to get you and, uh, you got to get you and Tracy Morgan together. We gotta the left, I call, they, I've been called the leftover. Everyone, <laughs> everyone ran to Staten Island, Jersey, Florida, and Atlanta. That's where all 
my people left and they all, you know, the flights. Oh, I know. My neighborhood in D.C., it's all different, man. It's all different. But it's all good. It's all good. Time moves, man. You know, yeah, time just keeps going. Don't tell me you're from Brooklyn if you've been here like 10 years. Like stand-up comedy. I'm a comedian. How long you been doing it? Five years. The fuck out of here. You know what I mean? I'm not from Brooklyn. I'm not not a New Yorker. I love New Yorker. I got, I got New, I love New Yorker. My wife, I will say my wife's a New Yorker. But she's a Jersey girl. But no, I'm uh, no, I'm, not, I'm DC of VA. I'm calling you out. <laughs> no, I know. But no, I get it, dude. I get it. I get it. I get it. I still don't get the vibe, but I love the vibe. And, the, and New York has been good to me. So my yeah, daughter man. was born here. So it's yeah. all good, man. Rob, thank you so much, dude. This was fun. This was fun, yeah, Nick. We'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good to catch up and we're getting some shit done. For we'll sure. get your name out there. Get your art out there. Not that oh. you need it, but uh, I think, I think it, you need to be celebrated, my man. From who? From me, from the world. You can, you're doing it. We'll go to the bar and celebrate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we definitely got to hang out a little bit more. All right, Nick. Thanks, brother. Of course, you got. Peace, love. Cuatro.